The History of College Football is a podcast dedicated to preserving the college football gridiron memories from years gone by. Please feel free to visit our website at historyofcollegefootball.com. Thank you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to History of College Football. I am Jay Abramson, and I will take you down a gridiron memory lane. The national champions, the teams, the rivalries, the conferences, the Heisman winners, the rankings. Today, we discuss the upset that defied imagination. Kansas 23, Oklahoma 3, November 8th, 1975. Now, college football has served up many upsets long before I ever lived. In 1896, Lafayette defeated Penn, and that ended the possibility of a 66-game winning streak. In 1916, 40-point underdog Illinois stunned Minnesota. 1921, small to center college defeated Harvard. 1939, Rose Bowl saw USC's last second comeback over unbeaten and unscored upon Duke. And of course, in 1957, Notre Dame ended Oklahoma's 47-game winning streak. But I thought to myself, in my lifetime, see, I wasn't alive back then, in my lifetime, what upset most of the defied imagination? Well, all right, so what comes to mind? Buster Douglas stunning the world, knocking out the baddest man on the planet, Mike Tyson. Lake Placid in 1980 and the U.S. hockey team, certainly. The 69 Mets. North Carolina's Phi Slamma Jamma upset. And the Jets over the Baltimore Coats. But what about college football? As far as I am concerned, there is only one upset in my lifetime that really defied imagination. And it's not Boise State over Oklahoma. It's not App State over Michigan. It's not the 84 Orange Bowl. The upset that defied imagination occurred in my lifetime on November 8th, 1975. I was in high school. And I always maintain that it can be easily argued that in the annals of college football history, the score that most defied imagination was this one, Kansas 23, Oklahoma 3, November 8th, 1975. So before we get to the game, let's go to the backdrop. And the backdrop is this. Kansas entered the game 5-3. and three. Now, Oklahoma entered the game a dynasty, the likes of which we have not seen since. Oklahoma's number two in the nation, 8-0. They were on the heels of their 1974 national championship season. They were riding a 37-game unbeaten streak, a 28-game winning streak. And their coach, Barry Switzer, had led, had yet, excuse me, to lose a game in his third season as head coach. He was unbeaten in his first 30 games. Now, I know that's a lot to absorb, but before we get to the game, there is more. Consider this Oklahoma dynasty by 1975. Now follow this. It's going to take it a second to go through. The last two games of the 1970 season, Oklahoma did not lose. All right, next season is 1971. That was the season of the greatest game ever played, right? The game of the century. When Nebraska defeated Oklahoma 35-31, to 
and the Sooners finished 11-1. and That 71 Sooner team, their wishbone attack averaged an epic 472 yards per game rushing. I'll say it again, 472 yards per game rushing. An unfathomable 6.6 yards per carry. Greg Pruitt averaged 9.4 yards per carry. Offense led the nation in scoring 45 points a game. I digress. See, from November 21st, 1970 through the 1971 season, Oklahoma's record was 12 wins, one loss, one tie. And that one loss was to arguably the greatest team of all time. End of the 1972 season. The 1972 season, the Sooners finished number two in the AP poll. The second year in a row, they finished number two in the AP poll. They finished number two in the AP poll in both 1971 and 1972. They were 11-1. and one. So from November 21st, 1970 through the end of the 1972 season, their record was now 23-2-1. It only gets better from here. I'm trying to show you just how incredible this dynasty was. The 1973 season was next, and this was Coach Barry Switz's first season. The Sooners went undefeated. Ten wins, no losses, one tie. Coach Barry Switz's version of the Sooners came storming out of the gates. And spoiler alert, they did not lose a game until the third season that he coached and that was in the ninth week and that's the game we're talking about they were undefeated in the first 33 games going 29-0-1 but I'm getting ahead of myself okay this dynasty he created and I'll just mention it just for a moment here before we go back through here had a 28 game winning streak had back-to-back national champions in 74 and 75 and in a 10-year span starting in 1973 coach switches wishbone Average 358 yards per game rushing. Here's my point I'm trying to make. By the end of the 73 season, this dynasty looked like this. From November 21st, 1970 through the end of the 1973 season, their record was now 33-2-2. Two and two. 1974 season, Sooners run the table 11-0. They win the national championship. They led the nation in scoring 43 points per game. Their dangerous wishbone attack averaged 439 yards per game. Amassed 508 yards per game, which is incredible, but still less than the earlier part of the dynasty in 1971. Anyway, I digress again. No team got within two touchdowns of the Sooners except for Texas that season. So from November 21st, 1970 through the end of the 1974 season, this dynasty was now looking at a 44-2-2 record. Enter 1975. Enter the game on November 8th, 1975. Oklahoma was 8-0. Now, from November 21st, 1970 through November 8th, 1975, for the first part of the 1970s, this Sooner dynasty for over half a decade posted a 52-2-2 record coming into the game. In other words, up until the game on November 8th, 1975, Oklahoma had lost twice in the past 56 games, dating back five years earlier. Are you starting to get the picture of how dominant this Sooner dynasty was in the 1970s. More dominant than Miami in the 90s and early 2000s. More dominant than Reggie Bush and Mash Leinard and USC. And more dominant than Alabama this past decade. There is more. I'm not done. This team that lost on November 8th, 1975, would go on to win the national championship that year. It was an upset that defied imagination. So I repeat, consider the dynasty of the Sooners by the mid-1970s. Consider this dynasty that by the time the November 8th, 1975 game rolled around, it can be easily argued 
that in the annals of college football history, no score defied imagination more than Kansas 23, Oklahoma 3. Kansas ended the game 5-3. and three. Number two, Oklahoma ended it 8-0. They were on the heels of the 1974 National Championship season. They were riding a 37-game unbeaten streak. They were riding a 28-game winning streak. Barry Switzer, their head coach, had yet to lose a game in his third season as coach. Barry Switzer was unbeaten in his first 30 games. In 1974 and 1975, where this game was played, Oklahoma won the national championship each year. And if that is not enough, Oklahoma had lost just twice in the past 56 games, going back five years earlier. And one of those two losses, well, that was to arguably the greatest team of all time, the 71 Cornhuskers. All right, we're almost ready for the game, but there still yet is more. Who was their defense anchored by that season? Leroy Selman. And it was in the year he won the Outlaw Trophy. It was anchored by Leroy Selman the year he won the Outland Trophy. All right, so ready to talk about the game. Um, not quite yet. There is still more. One more piece of tidbit. After this game, we already know Oklahoma would go on to win the national championship. They would not lose until the seventh game of the next season. All right. Are you ready for some football? The game, the upset that defied imagination, played in Norman, Oklahoma, on the Sooners' home turf in front of over 70,000 fans on November, on November 8th, 1975. All right. Kansas entered 6-3. and three. We all know where Oklahoma entered. But Kansas entered the game with several defensive starters out because of injuries, including their standout tackle, Mike Butler. So in the first quarter, Oklahoma took a 3 to nothing lead on a 52-yard field goal. And then toward the end of the first quarter, Eddie Lewis blocks a Tinker Owens punt. And Tinker Owens was the punter for the Sooners with about a minute and a half left in the first quarter. That set up a Nolan Cromwell six-yard touchdown run and it gave Kansas a lead suddenly in the second quarter, 7-3. to three. Well, they took that lead into halftime, and a stunned crowd of over 70,000 in Norman, Oklahoma, sat there with the Sooners down 7-3 to three at half. Third quarter hits, 7-3, to three, right? Kansas is leading Oklahoma. In this quarter... Oklahoma fumbled on three straight possessions, and Kansas converted. The first fumble occurred about five minutes into the third quarter by Elvis Peacock, the Oklahoma running back. Elvis Peacock fumbled again the next time Oklahoma got the ball. Laverne Smith of Kansas scored on a fourth and one in the third quarter for a Jayhawk touchdown. Still, yet another Oklahoma fumble, this time by their quarterback, Steve Davis, set up in the fourth quarter, Laverne Smith's second touchdown of the game to give Kansas a 23-3 lead. They never looked back. Final score, Kansas 23, Oklahoma 3. Playing at Norman, the Kansas quarterback, Nolan Cromwell, who, by the way, was the Big 8 leading rusher, he led the Jayhawks' wishbone attack. Nolan Cromwell never threw a pass the entire game. The Jayhawks, their defense, forced seven Sooner turnovers in the second half. Eight for the game. Well, how stunning was this loss? New York Times said Kansas upset Sooners 23-3. Laverne Smith scored two touchdowns. 
in the second half, and a crippled Kansas defense gave a tenacious performance as the unranked Jayhawks ended fumbling Oklahoma's 28-game winning streak with a stunning 23-3 Big 8 victory. How stunning was this loss, I ask? Well, remember, this is the ninth game of the 1975 season. It was the first time since 1966, 99 consecutive games, that Oklahoma was held to less than seven points. It was Oklahoma's first defeat since October of 1972. Remember, this is November 8th, 1975. It was Barry Switcher's first defeat in his coaching tenure at Oklahoma. And this was nearing the end of his third season. This game ended a 37-game unbeaten streak, a 28-game winning streak, and was just the third loss for the Sooners in the past 57 games, dating back to half a decade, back to 1970. And if that is not enough, this Sooner team would go on to win out and win the national championship, finishing number one in the AP poll for the second year in a row. This was the story of Kansas 23, Oklahoma 3. November 5th, 1978, a score that defied imagination. Thank you for listening to the History of College Football. I am Jay Abramson. Join us every Tuesday and Saturday for a new episode.